1: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God. And we are not its favored children. The heresies of Radolf Buntwine. Coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
2: Hey, Nashville listeners, have you gotten your donuts yet? If you haven't even if you have, make sure to visit drunkendonutsnash.com and use the offer code margsanddonuts to get 20% off your order. If you don't live in Nashville and you're feeling a little left out, we have something for you too. Merchandise discounts, early access, and all kinds of goodies for all of our listeners who become Patreon members. So head on over to md.observerpictures.com to learn more about that. All of the links plus the offer code are in the show notes. Now, enjoy the show. Observer Pictures presents Margaritas and Donuts, written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is episode five. Thank you.
3: Good
1: morning. Good morning. How long have you been up?
3: Sunrise. Really? It's so beautiful out here. I wanted to watch it at least one morning.
1: Did you have a good week?
3: A great one. It's been a while since I've been on vacation.
1: I'm glad. You look so relaxed and beautiful especially when you smile like that. You're not looking too bad yourself. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's because I love you. What? Uh, pretty sure that wasn't right. I, I, I meant I love you. I don't know why it took me so long to say it. These, these past two months have been amazing. I love talking to you. I love spending time with you. I, I, I love you, Josephine.
3: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Oh, uh, are you hungry? We should uh, get breakfast. Malik. I'm, I'm gonna take a quick shower. Uh, do, you, do you wanna go back to the place we went yesterday or try something new? I mean, I really liked the Eggs Benedict there, but maybe trying something new is worth it.
3: Something new is fine?
1: Great, just give me 10 minutes. <sighs> well, shit. You know, the uh, Smoky Mountains are around 200 million years old, and some of the trees are over 100 years old. It's also the most visited national park in the U.S. Are we seriously not going to talk about this? About what?
3: Don't act dumb.
1: Yeah, fine. Talk if you want to talk.
3: I appreciate you telling me you love me.
1: I really do. That's good. I'm... okay. Here's the deal. I I love you. I know that I love you. So I wanted to tell you, and I did. You're not ready to tell me, and that's fine. Did you know that the National Park is over 800 square miles? We're really not going to talk about this? There's nothing to talk about.
3: Tell me more about the Smoky Mountain National Park.
1: Uh, like I said, it's over 800 square miles. It's uh, not even close to the biggest, though. Uh, most of those are in Alaska. Did you study for this trip? I love interesting facts about places.
3: <laughs> I like this nerdy side of you. It's cute.
1: Oh, well, I do know calculus, but that'll get me lucky. <laughs>
4: Girl, I just saw the best thing on the way over here. Some dude has his car fully decked out like Steve McNair's jersey. It's like an 80s Lincoln Continental in baby blue with a giant nine on the door and McNair's face painted on the trunk. It was glorious. (laughs) Picture or it didn't happen. You think I'd make up the McNair-mobile? Honestly? Yes. I swear I didn't. I'll get a picture next time. Because there definitely will be a next time. Here's your mail. Mostly junk, of course, but I kept it all. How was Gatlinburg? It was great. Oh, shit. What happened? Did you break up? I'll kill him if you broke up. He told me
3: he loved me. Oh, yes! (laughs) Girl, tell me everything! Well... He told me he loved me, and then I said thank you, then Hold up.
4: Go back. You said what? Thank you. And then you said, I love you too, Malik. No. What the fuck? Cat! No, seriously, what the fuck? This man, who is easily the best man you've ever dated, takes you for a romantic getaway, professes his love to you, and you say, thank you? We've only been dating for two months. So? When did Ron tell you he loved you? God, that was forever ago. I don't... You know exactly when. Okay, three months. But there isn't some deadline. He loves you now. And he told you. And you thanked him. I'm not going to lie to him. You don't love him? Look,
3: I don't... I don't know, okay? I love him. Then why don't you tell him? Uh, I need... I
4: need a drink. Shit. Tequila. You want some? Of course. I can't let you drink alone. Ooh. This is asshole Eddie's fault. I hate that man. He screwed you up so bad that you can't even see the amazingly good thing you have. I see it.
3: Look, I love being with Malik. I love that he can only cook pancakes. I love that he likes guessing my favorite things. I love that he learned fun facts about the Smoky Mountains. He did? That's weird. Yes, it is. But I love it. And I love the way that he looks at me when I laugh too loudly. I love the way that he looks at me, period.
4: Joe, you obviously love him. I don't... I don't know.
3: And if I don't know, I can't tell him that I do. Have you told him all of this? No. I mean, I I tell him when he's cute, and I like when he
4: does certain things. (sighs) Okay. What happened after you thanked him? We went to breakfast. And then what? I told him
3: I wanted to talk about it. And? He said it was fine if I didn't say it back.
4: That's all he said, that it was fine. And you believe him.
3: Yes. Girl, he's lying. I don't think he was. Why? He's not big on conflict. (laughs) Plus, um, we had sex after breakfast, so...
4: Oh. Was it good, hot, passionate sex, or was it all needy and weird? Yeah, we're not having that conversation. Sad face. Poor baby. Anyway, he said it was fine, and we believe him. But what about you? Are you fine?
3: I just had two shots of tequila at 11 in the morning. Okay, what's next then?
4: Probably food, so I won't get shitfaced. You should go talk to him. Like, actually have a conversation about this love thing. Does he know about asshole Eddie? No. Josephine, why the fuck not? It never came up. It needs to. <laughs> it It doesn't. It does. Because even if you don't love Malik, he does love you which means he deserves to know that dark stuff.
3: Hey. Hi.
1: Couldn't get enough of me this week, I guess.
3: (laughs) We need to talk.
1: Is everything all right?
3: Yes. And no.
1: Should we sit down?
3: Sure. We need to talk about the love thing. I, I already said it was fine. It's not fine for me. All right. I didn't mean to hurt you.
1: I don't want you to apologize for what you said.
3: Don't worry, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that came out wrong. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sorry for what I said. I'm very thankful that you love me.
1: And I love that.
3: You love everything, don't you? How
1: about you? So far?
3: I'm a little jealous. That it's so easy for you. It takes me a while to work up to. It it takes me a while to love someone. Okay. And it's not because you're not wonderful. You are very, very wonderful. Okay, Um. I'm going to tell you something that I probably should have told you a while ago. About six years ago, I started dating this guy named Eddie. He was a high school basketball coach that I met at our fundraiser. Um, Him and I hit it off immediately. We were spending as much time as possible together. Katrina and Ron liked him. The girls liked him. I loved him. We... We moved in together about a year and a half in. And then on our second anniversary, he proposed. I immediately said yes, of course. We didn't set a date right away, which was fine. We were both busy. But then nearly a year had passed. I asked him about different dates, and he kept coming up with reasons why they didn't work. Finally, I just sat him down and asked if he really wanted to marry me. Eddie, what are we doing? What do you mean? We haven't set a date. We haven't even looked at venues. What's going on?
5: Nothing, baby. We both have busy schedules. We'll figure it out.
3: Do you... Do you even want to marry me? I love you. I love you, too.
5: And because we love each other, I feel horrible for keeping this from you. Understand that I still love you very much and I know you're the type of person who will understand.
3: What is it?
5: I found out recently that I have a daughter. She just turned one.
0: You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals?
3: I could get over that, but no. He'd been with Thea pretty much since we'd moved in together. He broke it off before he proposed to me. So noble of him, right? Then Thea told him about the baby. And then Eddie didn't know what to do. He felt terrible for hiding it from me. And <laughs> Stupid me believed him.
5: Baby, the last thing I want to do is hurt you. I understand if you hate me. I hate myself for keeping this from you.
3: I don't hate you. We'll get through it. Okay. She's your daughter. You should be in her life.
5: Jojo, I knew you'd understand. That's why I love you, baby.
3: I love you too.
5: Okay. No more waiting. What? We should set a date. This summer. Maybe Duchess could be a flower girl. You'd be fine with that, right? She'd be so cute.
3: We set a date. I started planning. Then a couple of weeks later, I came home from work and all of his stuff was gone. (laughs) He left a voicemail saying his feelings for his daughter and Thea were too strong.
5: I have to be with my daughter, JoJo. She needs her father. Thea needs me,
3: too. I've been burned before, Malik, and I can't go through that again.
1: I would never do that to you.
3: I really want to believe that. Because
1: it's true.
3: But I don't know that, and you're just going to have to accept that about me. All right. What?
1: All right. You've been through some shit. I would never imagine doing that to you. I'm I'm here for however long it takes for you to figure that out. Can I get you anything? Do, do you want something to drink?
3: Oh, stop doing that. Doing what? I just poured out my heart to you, and you're offering me a fucking drink.
1: I figured you didn't want to talk about it anymore.
3: You don't have anything to say?
1: I already said what I needed to say.
3: So you'll you'll be there for me, that's it?
1: That's a lot from where I'm standing. What, what else do you want me to do?
3: I don't know. You're just being so... Don't be so nice about it. Why not? Aren't you just a little upset that I didn't say I loved you? Yeah. Then act like it. What, what's that gonna do for me? I don't know. I, it's like it doesn't matter that I don't love you.
1: It matters. You're easily the, the best thing that's ever happened to me. D- damn, woman, do you know how good you are? I think you're perfect. I'm not. You're damn close. And I, I want you to love me, but you just told me why you don't yet. I'm holding on very strong to that yet, by the way. <laughs> I, I know you need to get past your fears. And I'll be here when you do. You
3: think I'm afraid?
1: Yeah, I do. I have for a while. Knowing about that asshole Eddie helps to explain a lot of it.
3: When I love someone, I'm all in. With everything I have. So excuse me for being cautious. Not afraid. Okay. You're not afraid. I know you think you're avoiding conflict by agreeing with me, but that sounded condescending.
1: Which is easily worse than just arguing with me. I'm sorry. I don't want to argue with you. There's nothing to argue about. You just told me that I'm afraid to love you. I've seen you with Katrina and Ron. I've seen you with your parents. You're so open and loving, and you're, you're just not that with me. I want you to be that with me. I want you to stop being afraid to be that with me. Well, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. What does that mean? You're perfect.
3: You have an excellent career, a great home, a solid relationship with your family, a body that, holy fucking shit, I cannot stop looking at, and you're the kindest man I've ever known.
1: These are bad things?
3: No, but where the hell are your flaws? You don't have any. I have flaws. One. You have one. You're too agreeable, and that drives me nuts. There! But come on, there's got to be more. I can't cook. Yep, that seals it. Your inability to make a decent scrambled egg has blown away all of my insecurities. No one is as perfect as you are, Malik. And I'm just waiting to find out why you're this
1: perfect. You think I'm compensating for something bad?
3: What else could it be? I'm not. Maybe you don't know it's
1: bad. Josephine, this is who I am. And I love you. I know. But you don't believe me.
3: I need to go home. Okay. There you go being all agreeable again.
1: Sorry. I, I I'll see you on the elevator tomorrow.
5: Bye.
4: still here? Figured if you came back you need me. Do you need me? I fucked up. Oh, sweetie. Tell me what happened.
3: I told him about Eddie. And he was so understanding. And then he said it was fine that I didn't love him yet. And then I yelled at him. About what? He was being too nice. Okay. Cat, he should have been mad at me. Or upset, at least. He should care that I don't love him.
4: I'm sure he does.
3: He did say he wanted me to stop being afraid of loving him, and that pissed me off even more.
4: Okay, go back. You yelled at him because he was too kind, and then you stay pissed off because he said you were afraid to love him. But aren't you? I told you I fucked up. Joe, do you want to love him? Yes. Then love him.
3: It's not that easy. I can't... What if he... He's such a good person, and I think he really loves me. But like you said, he's a damn unicorn. Who the hell is as good as he
4: is? You think he's hiding something. Maybe. And what if he's not? What if he's just a great person? But It pains me so much to see you like this. I want to blame it on asshole Eddie, because he did do a number on you. But I think you're also stuck on the idea that... What he did was your fault. It wasn't your fault. All you did was love him. And I know that he took that love for granted. And that's why he's forever asshole Eddie. (laughs) But Joe, don't let him take love away from you completely. You are Dr. Josephine Pierce, the woman who put herself through medical school and came out on the other side with a private practice and a wall full of awards. You're a great cook A decent dancer and such a generous person. How much volunteering have you done this year? Don't answer that. I'm on a roll. Your fabulous best friend loves you. You know, like 80% of the people who live in Nashville. You have patients who come back and see you after they've gone to college because they just want to say hello. Your damn house is paid for. You are a unicorn, too. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I love you. I love you too. See how easy that is? It just flows right out. I love you. (laughs) I love you. There are so many ways to do it. Is this the moment I'm supposed to run out of the house and go profess my love to Malik? Only if you want to. (sighs) Still not there yet. Can I run out and profess my love to him? (laughs) (laughs) No. Be my guest. (laughs) I'm sure Ron would mind. (laughs) Maybe he'd join me.
0: (laughs) Pierce Pediatrics, how may I help you? I'll connect you with a nurse. Please hold. Hey, Ellen. Hi, Dr. Miller. She's busy. But it's lunch. She's busy. I
1: was here on the elevator this morning, so.
0: Do you want to leave a message or something?
1: Can I uh, wait in her office?
0: Sorry, but no. She said no visitors.
1: Ah. All right then. Have a good day, Ellen.
0: You too, Dr. Miller.
3: What are you doing here?
1: You weren't on the elevator this morning. I took the stairs. 10 flights? Now, now who's avoiding conflict?
3: I have a meeting to get to.
1: I I, I won't keep you. I just wanted to see you. After your meeting, do you wanna grab a bite?
3: Not tonight. (laughs) I need a little time.
1: Okay, I'll be here when you're ready. Well, not right here, because that does seem a little stalkery for me to be waiting by a car like this when you think about it, but. (sighs) I knew what you meant, Malik. Good, good. Just, Just let me know. Have a good night, Josephine.
3: You too.
2: Join us next week for another episode of Margaritas and Donuts. Please subscribe and consider leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode featured the voices of Danielle Ellett as Josephine, Tavius Marshall as Malik, Laquita James as Katrina, Beth Hall as Ellen, and Jonathan Everett as 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 Eddie. Producer, Amanda Lorraine. Sound design and mixing, Joshua Sui. Dialogue edit, Faith McQuinn. Story consultant, Joy Chapman. Theme music by BD Productions. Additional music by Alex Shulgin. For more information on the show, how to support us, and where to find us on social media, please visit md.observerpictures.com. Thank you so much for listening. Now, grab a drink, have a treat, and tell your friends about Margaritas and Donuts.
0: New episodes on Tuesdays available on all your favorite podcast apps. Just search Hypothetical, that's H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L.